0: What is up, beloveds? Happy Wednesday. You know it's time to get into the Wednesday Word. So, tonight, <laughs> I get so excited about this because we are really picking up momentum on this podcast, and uh, it's great to share the Word with you. You know, I share my daily grievances sometimes, you know, my minute motivations, but most importantly, I share the Word of God because the Word of God has been. Really changed my life, and that's why I'm so adamant, I'm so fervent, I'm so just zealous and enthusiastic in bringing God's truth to you. All right, so with that said, let's bow our heads so we can be in agreement to receive a word from the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this Wednesday. Thank you for giving us strength. Zell, fortitude to get through this day. Father, we ask that you would forgive us of our many sins. Enlarge our hearts that we are able to forgive those who have trespassed against us. Help us to relieve any anxiety to you now. Let nothing hinder this word. We come to you empty, seeking to be full fill us with knowledge, with revelation, with personal insight that would help us become better members of the kingdom of God, better brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, better businessmen, better husbands and wives, better friends. We reduce ourselves right now to nothing and we ask that your word your holy spirit would fill us and remind us that we are something that we are a conduit of your light your love your resources your blessings we thank you for your endless mercies for your favor that chases us down we thank you for preserving us in dire times you are a good god a great god the only god And We claim that we are your children. Thank you for choosing us and using us this day. Continue to lead us and guide us. Don't let us go astray. Thank you for this ungrafted word, for your truth, for your statutes, for your abounding love and charity. Help us to see ourselves as you see us, Lord. Help us to be doers of the word, not just hearers. Thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, believers. So what I'm going to go over tonight, and this will be the ESV version. It's 1 Corinthians 12. This is called spiritual gifts. So I'm going to be going over, once again, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 through 11. Here goes it. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the spirit of God ever says, Jesus is accursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except in the Holy Spirit. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another The utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit, to another, faith by the same spirit, to another, gifts of healing by the one spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another, various kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues, all these are empowered by one and the same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. Wow. (laughs) So we all have spiritual gifts. You see, sometimes we look at our gifts, the tangible ones, And we forget, yo, you are an extension of God's spirit. So there are divine abilities within you that will manifest if you actually tune into them and are diligent, right? So just like, let's say Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, amazing basketball player. He had a lot of potential, but he wasn't always amazing, right? It took him years of practice, thousands of jump shots, etc., to fine tune his craft. And that's a tangible one of basketball, right? But we all have spiritual gifts too. So here's the thing that an apostle actually taught me. Years ago when I had gotten saved from alcoholism and cocaine abuse, I attended a church and this particular church was, it was so powerful because they don't really teach you on spiritual gifts anymore. You know, on the supernatural power that you possess. And it is a potential, just like faith, having a mustard seed of faith. And then eventually that grows as you come into the knowledge of God and you see him um, in your life. You see what he does in your life. You know, that faith grows. The more tests become testimonies, the more your faith grows, you know. So with the spiritual gifts, what I never really knew was just like all of our other gifts, you know, we have to really fine tune them. Like we have to intentionally seek to better them. They don't just get better because we get older, right? We have to be diligent. So what I discovered in that particular congregation was I have the gift of tongues. And I don't really get on here and elaborate in tongues. That's something that I typically, um, you know, I isolate myself for and I just pray to God, you know. But in the beginning, I remember thinking to myself, this feels so very awkward. But as soon as I got going, it really stirred me up and the Holy Spirit became more profound within me. And then my tongues got more elaborate. So let me just, listen, I'm not trying to freak you guys out on here, right? But <laughs> but if you have been in church, you might hear somebody, you know, speaking in a language that It's not a universal language. It's like, it's like, yo, that's, I don't, I've never heard that before, you know, where it seems like they're mumbling nothing, but they are being moved by the Holy Spirit. And when you pray in tongues, you pray the perfect will of God. Now I can't interpret tongues, but I do have the gift of tongues. Now in the beginning, it started out super simple. You know, like really, I felt silly even. But as I continued, it got more and more just um, animated within me. It's like my spirit became enlarged and I became better at speaking in tongues. See, like when I say things like that, I don't actually know what I'm saying, but it is the spirit. And when I start to do that regularly, like when it becomes a meditation, I really do feel the power of God within me. But I tell you this, because some of you have gifts. I don't know if you're a dreamer, you know, or, you know, you have the gift of prophecy where it's like you have all these aha moments. Listen, that is not a coincidence. It is your divine supernatural ability, but for you to actually be able to manage it, to understand it, You would need to be diligent just like you would be in college. You know, like if you're studying a particular uh, subject, you are diligent in studying that. You know, like when I became a personal trainer, I had to study um, fitness concepts. I had to study kinesiology. I had to study nutrition. I studied different things so I could master that particular craft but that is a tangible craft. But you have to know you have supernatural, you have divine freaking power. Like when I tell you that you are God's Avenger, yo. (laughs) We are father's superheroes on earth, right? Now, some people never develop their spiritual gifts. Some people never get into it, you know, and it might even freak people out. Like, you know, you, you have a sixth sense for things, you know, or you can, um, you know, there's just so many varieties when it comes to spiritual gifts or you have the gift of healing, you know, like you notice that when you touch things or whatever the case may be, you alter the outcome because of your energy. That's a divine gift, you know, um, When you lay hands on people and you pray for them. All of these things, you know, it's like, it's like God's apprenticeship program, (laughs) but you won't graduate. You won't actually build up that spiritual gift until you are diligent. I mean, you have to, to study it. You have to embrace your power and, you know, you have to take time to really hone and honor that particular divine essence that you have. You know, um, I had another apostle who not only had the gift of, of healing, but the gift of prophecy, like her dreams, all of her dreams would manifest. Like she would literally tell you before something was going to happen, even if It didn't happen for like a whole year she would write down her prophecies from her dreams and they would eventually manifest and here's the thing when you're coming into your power your divine power you feel uncomfortable and I want to tell you this not only do you feel uncomfortable but you will be spiritually challenged like yo We have gifts. And once you figure out what yours is, principalities do not want you to develop that. Yeah, they want you to be sitting around here like a bunch of basic folks. And (laughs) because we really are not of this world. We are in the world, but we are not of it. So when I tell you that your gifts surpass Just basic stuff, you know. Oh, you know, she can play basketball. Oh, he can lift weights. Oh, they can sing. Oh, they can cook. Yes, you can do all these things. But the things that you can do by way of the Holy Spirit, my goodness. Once you figure out what they are and take the time to study them and ask God to help you and meet Other people that are believers who also have and have been using their spiritual gifts, your gifts and the magnitude of them will increase. I promise this on everything. There are so many prophets that I have met. And when I meet them, my gifts become stronger. They become more zealous. And I can feel it. I'm like, yo, oh my goodness. You know, because when two or more come together, man, <laughs> when it's team us, team Jesus, and we know what our gifts are and we choose to be intentional in focusing on our gifts and using them to honor God, oh my goodness, you are superhuman. You will need a pair of boots and a mother lifting cape okay now (laughs) i know you guys are probably like what is she talking about yeah i have to tell you this because the thing that kind of bothers me about church is church at least the ones that i have gone to you know i've attended and online and all that other stuff and i've gone to so many churches they don't tell you about developing your spiritual gifts Yo, man, one of the things that Jesus said before he he left, before he just, you know, went up in the clouds and ascended like like a freaking dove. I bet you that was an amazing sight. One of the things that he said is those that come after me will do even greater works than I have. What? He's talking about me and you. He's talking about him using us. Because he is inside of us. Therefore, the things that he did on earth, the miracles that he did, we still have that potential and greater than that. And the reason why I believe that is because he said it. (laughs) Yo, those that come after me will do even greater works than these. So that's why I'm like, yo, whatever your gifts are, whatever your gift is, is you have to refine that thing and be intentional and be still and take a season, man, really take a season. Take three months, take a year to ask God, yo, Father, help me. Help me to understand my spiritual gifts. Help me to build my gifts. Help me to access my gifts so you can use me for your will. I'm telling you, man, when you do this thing, you are going to uncover who you really are in God. So we all have different gifts. And the reason being, so we can serve each other. It's just not to go around gloating. It's just not to go around and just, you know, show people because it's like show and tell or something. You know, I never typically tell people about my spiritual gifts ever because it's like I am, how do I say this? I have diamonds that are priceless, man. (laughs) And I don't want anyone, not a man, not a woman, not a demon. I don't want anyone to hinder those gifts or to attack those gifts. So you have to be careful. Once you start really knowing your gift and owning your gifts, be careful who you relay your gifts to. Don't cast your pearls to swine, my friends, okay? Because here's the thing. You are still among serpents every single day, right? You are still among these wolves, that are in sheep clothing, you know what I'm saying? So I want you guys to be very, very careful when it comes to displaying your spiritual gifts. Don't put your diamonds on display because not everyone is going to value you. Some will actually attack you. Principalities do not like when God uses us. They do not like when God's work is being refined within us so we can go into the world and be effective as members of the body of Christ. And just like there is one massive body pertaining to the divine kingdom, you have to realize that we all have different functions, man. So those different functions, they are powerful once we actually get together and we start harmonizing pertaining to our intention, pertaining to God using us for the glory of his kingdom. I mean, we are really unstoppable. You can do the impossible because God lives in you and the gifts that you have, my darling beloved, they will even surprise you. So with that said, I want you guys to take some time and pray, you know, just be straight up with God. Like, yo, I don't really know what my spiritual gifts are. You know, you don't have to get all holier than thou and be murmuring a bunch of stuff. God keeps it real. (laughs) So go to him and be candid and ask him, what are my spiritual gifts? Perhaps you already have an inclination of something. And you just want to develop that thing. Like everything else, man, we have to go to the master for innovation and renovation. So with that said, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's Bible study. I love you so very much. Continue to share the podcast with a friend or anyone that you think would benefit from our supplication, motivation, and my sporadic conversation. I love you so very much. May God bless you, always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.